Hello everyone, welcome to the Reformed Confessional Blogcast. My name is John Fry, and I just wanted to make a quick announcement regarding Reformed Confessional prior to the blog. As I record this, it's August 2023, and that means we've been at it over three years here at Reformed Confessional, putting out new content almost every Friday. Sometimes we've put devotionals out on Wednesdays, and we've written articles on certain occasions like the Thanksgiving holiday and Reformation Day. Well, we find ourselves in a busy time of life where we have men who are pastors in our group. We have men who are in seminary. We have men who are full-time fathers and full-time employees. So what we've come to do together is to try to biblically order our lives so that we don't forsake our callings to our wives, to our children, to our churches. Overall, we want to basically practice what we preach at the website. So in order to keep Reformed and Confessional going, but not forsake those godly callings, we are going to transition from putting out new material every Friday to putting out a new article once a month a blogcast once a month, and a podcast episode once a month. So basically, instead of every single Friday there being new content, we'll have a new article or devotion or exegetical study of some sort that'll hit the website once a month. The blogcast and the podcast, really, we've been on a monthly rhythm anyway. We should be able to maintain that with no problem. However, in this time of transition, we appreciate your prayer and your support. So not a huge change. If you don't see content updated as frequently, we haven't gone anywhere. We just want to tend to those things in order of their precedence for the glory of God. God bless you and on to the blog. Reformed and Confessional exist to promote Reformed Confessionalism, to proclaim the sufficiency of Scripture, and to extol the supremacy of Christ over all things. The Heavenly Proprietor by John Fry In the industrial world of maintenance and manufacturing, there exist numerous programs and positions to promote continuous process improvement. Improvements that implement safe work practices, save money, and prevent the repetition of monotonous activities for technicians are the type of process enhancements that management desires most. On one occasion, I set out to help upgrade the performance of a key piece of equipment by implementing more thorough maintenance practices. My strategy began by obtaining the manufacturer's manual for a complete understanding of the equipment and requisite maintenance. Unfortunately, expecting to find these details in engineering drawings and step-by-step procedures left me disappointed. The scant manual did not leave me completely empty-handed, as it stated in the preventative maintenance section, quote, Reference drawing number ABC 9876543, or some other three-letter, seven-digit drawing. However, I did not have access to that drawing. This plight and the continual underperformance of our equipment led me to reach out to the manufacturer and ask one simple question. May I please have drawing ABC 9876543 so that I may reference it according to your manual's instruction. Although it annoyed me at the time, I'm now thankful for the response I received from the company. Quote, Most of what you're asking for are fabrication drawings that are proprietary. The term proprietary relayed to me the confidentiality of the drawings, but it also expressed to me that the owner of the drawings ultimately gets to choose what to do with them. As I said, I'm thankful now because the notion of proprietary rights reminds me of my owner and his proprietary rights over me. He owns everything. Scripture testifies of God's ownership over his creation, especially in the Psalms. Quote, The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. 
Psalm chapter 24, verse 1. Quote, If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all it contains. Psalm chapter 50, verse 12. Quote, The heavens are yours, the earth also is yours, the world and all it contains. You have founded them. Psalm chapter 89, verse 11. These verses are no-nonsense, worship-filled declarations about God's ownership of all that the heavens and earth contain. In the industrial world, relative ownership usually comes by either being the creator of a product or process or buying the ownership rights for the product or process. Interestingly, God has done both of these when He created the heavens and the earth and redeemed or bought back His people. See Genesis 1, chapter 1, Exodus chapter 20, verses 8-11, through 11, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 12 through 15, Psalm chapter 130, verse 8, and Galatians chapter 4, verse 5. While the civil laws of our present time acknowledge and uphold such practices as creative or proprietary rights, society at large appears to reject the same framework when applied to humanity's creator and his people's redeemer. But whether the world chooses to acknowledge its creator or not, the fact remains that he owns everything. For this reason, he gets to do what he wants to with, quote, the world and those who dwell in it. Psalm chapter 24, verse 1. Our Lord's ownership, however, is not domineering. He is a kind and caring owner, for he promises to work all things together for good to those who love him. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. He also pays careful attention to the details of each one of his creations from the moment he forms them in the womb to the appointment of their specific time and boundary of their life's habitation. See Psalm chapter 139 verse 13 and Acts chapter 17 verse 26. This omnipotent owner uses his power to serve his people. See Mark chapter 10 verse 41 through 45. He gives clear expectations to his creation. Love me and love others. See Matthew chapter 22 verse 36 through 40 and Mark chapter 12 verse 30 and 31. He is the only owner worthy, quote, to receive glory and honor and power. And why, you may ask, is he worthy to receive this worship? Just as the Psalms proclaim, because he, quote, created all things. See Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. Conclusion Your owner is kind, detail-oriented, a servant to his own, unambiguous in his instructions for you, and worthy of worship. If it appeals to your logic that when an inventor creates something, then he or she gets proprietary rights over his creation, how much more sense does it make that we should recognize the preeminent creator as the owner over, quote, the world and all those who dwell in it? Therefore, let us, his glory-garnering creations, join in with the psalmist and make known the proprietary rights of our creator. Quote, the heavens are yours, the earth also is yours, the world and all it contains, you have founded them. Psalm chapter 89, verse 11. Sola Gratia. Thank you for listening to the Reformed and Confessional Podcast. We pray that you will be edified and emboldened to profess Christ and be unashamed of His gospel. Please visit us at reformconfess.com.